0: Hi everyone, Kathy here, and welcome to our birthday episode, where we talk about birthday related things from past stories, past mistakes, growth throughout the years, and where we are now as we begin the end to our 20s. This was a fun one to record and brought back a lot of memories, feelings, emotions, And I hope you all enjoy this episode as well as this ride of life. Am I right? I do apologize. I have way too much caffeine in me right now. (laughs) But all right. Enjoy. Welcome back to
1: We've We've Made made a mistake. Mistake.
0: I'm Kathy Still.
1: And I'm, I've always been Sarah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and welcome to our Between Birthdays episode. As you know, I just had a birthday. And my birthday is coming up. <laughs> so we got our creative minds together and we got ourselves presents.
1: So we're going to do a live unboxing of our birthday haul from <laughs> each other. to our channel, <laughs> our YouTube channel. And um and we'll describe them to you. Yeah. And we'll post it on yeah. the IG for those who actually care yes. to see. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Kathy, do you want to go first? Um sure, I'll go okay. first. And then while Kathy's doing that, so Kathy's birthday was on the 6th of yes. January. My birthday's on the 8th of February. Mm-hmm. So this episode is just going to be like everything birthday.
0: Yeah, and it gave us
1: an excuse to give each other presents. Yes, that was my favorite <laughs> part. <laughs> okay. So um... unwrap it near the mic, so the ASMR. Okay. You know. Hey, guys. Wait, can you like um, – Do this crunchy? The, the ribbon. Can Oh, you... oh Yeah.
0: Should I eat chicken wings while I'm doing it? <laughs> I really like the wrapping paper. It's a Yoda. Baby Yoda. It's a baby Yoda. <laughs> oh my god, it's a game. Oh my god. Okay, so Sarah got me Cat <laughs> Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I really like my cats. She loves them.
1: <laughs> I've actually never played regular Monopoly before. No way. Yeah. Okay. And I specifically loved this game because it's a uh, two player. So like uh, we could just, you know, we can I just play get with weird Peter, with it. <laughs> <laughs> with my, my two cats can play together. I'll leave it out. <laughs>
0: thanks there i love it yeah it's so and, cute. and then just a
1: little background okay so when i i wrapped that today mm-hmm. and then when i wrote your name on the thing i wanted to say something cute and so yeah, i was thinking like how can i make a pun with happy birthday and so i ended up writing happy birthday. Cat the, <laughs> um. But at first, I had the hardest time thinking of a pun, and I almost wrote "Happy Barf Day" because <laughs> I don't know about Peter and Juniper, but my cats just barfed all the time. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. My cats have started doing that, so
1: I changed their diet, and it's
0: been working. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. Okay. This is this episode. It's just Maybe like we can exchange notes. I, know. Yeah. I can like g- give their diet to my mom. <laughs>
0: and I didn't wrap Sarah's present. Really nicely, um, (laughs) but it comes in a cute box. It's okay.
1: I love it. It's (laughs) cute. Okay, so the box says Bijou Blue.
0: Um, It's an Etsy. It's It's an Etsy. Etsy. small business. It's a French small
1: (laughs) business. (laughs) And (gasps) Kathy. (gasps) <gasps> oh my god yes. Kathy she got me a necklace. I got her a diamond ring <laughs> you guys she got me a necklace that says we've made a mistake <laughs> Kathy yay I want to cry that's so special Aww. thank you Kathy thank
0: you I love you I really love this so much oh, <laughs> I'm glad I got one with my cat's name
1: <laughs> Kathy has the same exact one with, with her Peter Thank you, Kathy. I really love it. Yay. Yay. Now we're going to get into the birthday fun. So first up we have are some of our birthday traditions. Yes. Any that come to mind for you? I eat a good amount of cake.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Blow my candles. I also – usually get like a cheesecake or something Mm -hmm. um and you get a cake and a cheesecake well that's usually my
1: cake I used to be obsessed with the cheesecake how do you wait can you wait do you put candles in the cheesecake yes okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) um and then my mom
0: used to give me a certain amount of gifts that correlate with my age so Mm -hmm. it kind of stopped when I was like 20 (laughs) yeah Yeah. but they're always like little like they're not like significant they're not like game boys <laughs> in each thing but they're just like um like toothbrushes and oh, okay practical stuff that i, I like I, need. I like this past birthday she gave me she wrapped like some toilet paper mm-hmm. which is i actually really do need it i feel like <laughs> my appreciation has grown exponentially now yeah, yeah, yeah. so always down for some toothbrushes
1: yeah, I feel like I'm a huge brownie person. Ooh. So that's always been my birthday dessert of choice. Mhm. Um my mom will make homemade brownies.
0: Oh, I want to learn.
1: Whereas my boyfriend takes the boxed traditional route. Mhm. Um I'm sorry to say I got to put him on blast for a second. So last year was the only birthday of mine that we've celebrated. Like this will be this year will be our 2 years together. Mm-hmm. So um, he he bought like a store bought like a Duncan Hines or something brownie mix, mm-hmm. but he wanted it to taste a little bit more like rich and homemade. Like,
0: did he Tim Gunn make it work? Make <laughs> it
1: work, <laughs> brownie edition. Um, so he added a couple of extra eggs to it, mm-hmm. but. I'm so sorry. What was the consistency? It was, is it like, it, it was no. <laughs> it was just no. You, I'm just shaking my head, you guys. I, I'm sorry, babe, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> against my, like him and my mom against each other in a oh, brownie bake-off. Like brown, yeah. I'm sorry. My mom it will win, win every time. But, but he is great at making dinners. Okay. I have to say. Nice. He cooks for us every single night. So. Okay. Let me just pump my baby (laughs) up real quick. (laughs) And then I'll also say that um, themes Mm -hmm. have very much been a part of birthday celebrations. Not just, like, in my formative years, but also in my 20s. Like, up until recently, (laughs) we've had themed birthdays. I feel like my
0: early 20s, I was that girl that was like, hey, guys, meet up information. Mm -hmm. Wear pink or some shit like that. Like, I had – an animal theme. I had an American flag theme, which now is something I probably would not do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I think there was one where it was like a certain color. Mm-hmm. Um, you mass text a bunch of people that mm-hmm. you're not even like super close with anymore, but you're yeah. just like, you need the numbers. <laughs> uh, you meet up at one bar. So that, those are fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I,
1: I remember one year I had a President's Day birthday party and each of us had to dress up as a president or like an important person in history. Mm -hmm. You did not partake. Sarah, my (laughs) presence is your present.
0: (laughs) But I remember
1: I dressed up as Marilyn Monroe, Mm -hmm. mistress of JFK. Yes. And then Tracy was Abraham Lincoln. Mm Mm-hmm. And then – And then Stephanie's
0: sister Jackie was it? Rosie the Riveter, mm-hmm. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's it. That's the only people yeah. that loved you, Sarah. So, Kelly dressed up. I oh, just she have did. no idea who she – I can't remember. Maybe, Maybe she I feel was like, like Winston Churchill or something. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like she would not be Winston Churchill. <laughs> um, but okay. And then I feel like as we have transitioned into adulthood – our tradition is pretty much dinners. Mm-hmm. Like I love me a good dinner. Every birthday as an adult involves a dinner out. Yes. Yeah. And it's well, just pre-COVID. an
0: excuse to like hang out with your friends, mm-hmm. but also I love food. I'm yes. not like a pretentious foodie, but I'll I I can I you will not get leftovers with me. I can put it away. I can it, it's gone. <laughs> Challenge me with your freaking cheesecake factory size portions. It's in my stomach. Um, but yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I completely agree. Um, one of my most favorite birthday dinners recently mm-hmm. was when we went to Barbusa. Ooh, yes. Uh, Little Italy. Yeah. That was like pretty much right before the shutdown.
0: That was my last probably like formal dinner.
1: Yeah. And then the yeah.
0: shutdown happened.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. That was such a good yeah. I like dream of a dinner on that scale. Mm-hmm.
0: I think I just dream of going to an actual dinner, just like <laughs> I, with I just COVID dream of leaving stuff. my
1: house. <laughs> <laughs> like having sitting down and just getting yeah. like wind and dine. The ambiance. Yeah. Well, wind and dine, but it's on your dollar. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> know. I <laughs> so, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still I, I don't down. Care. I'll wind and dine myself. <laughs> um what are some of the best and worst birthday stories you have?
0: Um, My – I don't really have that much of a worst. I mean, January 6, 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I have, like, a hybrid of a worst, and it was really good. Like, my 19th birthday, I mm-hmm. just got a car, mm-hmm. um, and I got in a car accident, and it was, like, the dumbest accident ever. Like, I the, – the little light came on that said I needed gas. Yeah. And – instead of, like, backing up to go head to a gas station, I, like, floored it and I hit, like, this pole thing.
1: Wait. Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> just be confused. I was wait, a very did, confused driver. Wait, did, wait, wait, wait. Did the light, like, trigger trigger something <laughs> in you? <laughs> and you it were was like, the dumbest Instead of, instead of being calm and collected, ever. you were like, I got to get it to a gas yeah. station now, and you just floored.
0: I think I was just not used to the sound, and, like, it came – up and I was just like, oh shit. And then,
1: <laughs> but there was a car in front of me.
0: No, there's no, it was just me. It was oh, an accident with myself. Wait, I with got what? a what pole. You- oh, a pole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I just, yeah, it was not good. I i, I have a video. Wait, where, where was crying. the pole at? It was at home. I got in a car accident at home. Like in your parking lot? In our, uh, my apartment complex, mm-hmm. there was like to enter the apartment complex. There's like these two poles. Mm-hmm. And I just like ran into one, <laughs> but anyway. That, it it's frazzled a- <laughs> you. It did. Um, but the that was also the day I got, I had my surprise birthday party mm-hmm. that my mom threw me at O's kitchen. And so I remember my mom wasn't as mad on the phone mm-hmm. And I was very, like, shocked. I was like, it's okay. I'm just going to stay home because I was supposed to meet with Julie that day. Yeah. And then she's like, no, just still hang out with Julie. And I'm like,
1: okay. <laughs> was this, did you run into the pole, like, on your way to O's Kitchen? No. I ran into the pole, like, while going home. Oh.
0: Okay. Yeah. It was okay. – I was 19. Um, Wait, going home from O's Kitchen? No, I wasn't at O's Kitchen. Yet. <laughs> Wait, is O's Kitchen still around? <laughs> I don't know. But that's that was like a good and bad. But do yeah. you have
1: a worse birthday? Um, So my worst birthday, mm-hmm. it's – it's pretty juicy. Um, Ooh, I'm excited. So this is juicier 20th. than my pole accident. Just Actually, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you might have me beat there. Um, but in 2013, I turned 21, and I went to Vegas, which you'd think is like the epitome of the young adult experience. But for me, it was by far the worst birthday of all birthdays. Um, I was in a really unhealthy relationship at the time and my ex was a severe alcoholic and taking me to vegas was his gift to me shout out to oh, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so you can probably guess where this is going like an alcoholic in vegas is not the best combination um i basically spent my entire birthday weekend taking care of him oh. and i have this like i don't i don't recall a whole lot from that weekend i just have like this overwhelming feeling of like dread and yeah. just panic um but I have this flashback where at one point we were walking on the strip and he was so wasted that he kept walking into traffic and like the oh stress my gosh. the stress of having to like to, maneuver to, <laughs> yeah, to like save his life <laughs> um oh. and I just I just felt so out of control and like I was just, like, bawling, crying no. the entire time, like, walking on the strip, like, people walking past me. Yeah. Probably thinking, See, like, I would
0: have never guessed that, um, going back to our social media part. It's because I remember on that birthday, mm-hmm. you posted a picture of you on a plane. I think it was, like, yeah. Southwest. And you had, like, like drinking a drink. the little, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so fun, going out with your boyfriend
1: on your 21st. It just goes to show social media is just a highlight reel. Yeah. And you don't know the dark shit that happens oh, behind gosh. the scenes. But that will go down in history as my worst birthday unless something, like, more atrocious happens. (laughs) Well, knock on (laughs) on wood. My best birthday. So it's only fitting that my redemption story take place in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So in 2019, I went to Vegas with a bunch of my girlfriends and also a guy friend. And Mm -hmm. it was really for my girlfriend's bachelorette party. But it was also two weeks before my actual birthday. So I, I kind of think in my mind, like, Aww. it was right before I turned 27. It was kind of like a semi-birthday trip. Mm-hmm. I was single as hell at the time, loving every minute of it. I had literally the most fun ever. Yay. That whole weekend was a mood. I was the most confident I've ever been in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, There was, like, an entire day of the trip where I walked around on the strip in high-waisted jeans and a bralette, and that was it. Like, that's the opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And my friend, Donald, who is a – like, you know, he has a photography Mm -hmm. um, hobby. He would do, like, little photo shoots with me, and I just felt so, like – Oh my God. I, I just felt so good. Yeah. You know, like the, the, you just feel so confident. I feel Your like self esteem is an Vegas
0: gives you that, like,
1: is um, it the effect of Vegas? Yeah. I think yeah. it's like
0: when I go to Vegas, I get off the plane and I could be like in sweats, but automatically
1: I'm like, I'm the hottest you shit. You feel high here. fashion. <laughs> like yeah. I am fashion. <laughs> yes. And I also met a lot of new people on that trip, and like mm-hmm. we might not be in contact you know, on on a personal level, but, like, I follow their lives on Instagram to this Mm -hmm. day, and, like, this one girl we met, she was on her, like, honeymoon with her husband, and they were from Ireland, and she had, like, the fabulous accent, and now she's, like, has a baby, and, like, I I just see her on Instagram, and I'm, like, I I knew you from back then. Do you message every single Instagram post? Do you remember Vegas, (laughs) like, winky face? (laughs) I don't, but I should. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um... But yeah, I w- I was there with some of my most favorite people, like mm. my my co-worker, Steph, Jen, Donald. I love you guys so much. <laughs> um, I can't wait till COVID is over. We could get the squad
0: back together.
1: They're probably not listening.
0: And hi guys, I'm Kathy. <laughs> I'm inviting myself.
1: <laughs>
0: can't wait.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that was by far the best birthday, even though it wasn't a birthday trip. Mm-hmm. I consider it, yeah, part of my birthday. Yeah. What about you?
0: Um, I have. I think my most like memorable, or like not even memorable, but like story esque, uh, mm-hmm. was my twenty second, mm-hmm. and it was actually our cover art for We've Made a Mistake is mm-hmm. from my twenty second birthday. It was my animal theme. Yep. Um. Fun fact: there was a part where like. I invited one of my friends and he couldn't make it, but he texted me that night saying that someone on one of his friends from Twitter was in PV that night and said something about like, what are, what the fuck's with all these animals? And it was because it was my birthday. you so popular. And we all were in animal ears and it was really fun. Um, but what was memorable was me and Sarah can bond because we both got kicked out of the same bar. We did. Woo-hoo. Rest in peace, PB Bar and Grill. I should have not even been let out. That was like the last bar after my crawl. And mm-hmm. I remember I was dating um, this one guy whose roommate was like one of the bouncers. Yeah. And then he like, an he like looked at me and he was like, just be nice or like <laughs> be quiet. <laughs> and I was not. No. I was slipping. And you were the antithesis the of quiet. Yeah. Um, it was also a wild night because, well, I I, I know I peed a good amount. <laughs> outside. In public. Yeah. In public. Okay. Um, but there was a part where, like, I guess I needed to do a dress change in the middle of mm-hmm. a bar. And I
1: just, like, took out and a then, shirt. Real quick. This wasn't, like, a planned dress change like how you see on my sweet 16 like how they come out (laughs) in like a full ball gown for like the introduction part and then once it comes time to dance Uh they switch into a number that's like sexy and short no this was not part of the plan kathy just decided like (laughs) mid mid crawl that she was gonna do an outfit change (laughs) and this is the part where like I would invite
0: anyone to these things, mm-hmm. like all my really close friends, but just yeah. like anyone that I've ever talked to in my yeah. contacts.
1: There um, was a good amount of people. Was, there was like 30 people there at least that night.
0: Yeah, honestly. it was a lot of fun, but mm-hmm. I just remember I had like certain group of friends that like one were like my more studious friends, one were like my crazy friends, and it was just like – that's the first night where everyone was there. Which so group that, was I in? You were in um, the best category. Okay, good. The only, you're, you're the best. <laughs> okay. um, but I just remember – I just started whipping off my clothes and then like I had friends from both sides like Kathy. And then I kind of just like blacked out after that. But it's like this is you guys are all seeing me in my glory of yeah. drunkness. Your drunken so, habitat. Yeah. Um yeah. So that was probably the most like memorable. Memorable mm-hmm. for story-wise, but my most memorable, memorable it would have to be um, when you guys took me to Catalina, mm-hmm. this was like my – this was my 26th birthday and I remember I was extremely depressed Just I had some stuff in my life that had happened and I didn't really want to celebrate it and you girls like forced me. And I remember – I didn't tell you this, but when you guys texted me that and like forced me like, no, we are doing something, I cried because I was just <gasps> like so – I was amazed that I had people that wanted to go the extra mile Daddy. and it was probably the best trip I've ever had. Um, oh, and Kathy. honestly I love Catalina. Whoever hated <laughs> on it, like it is the one of the funnest places. It's, so much fun. it's super small, so it's like you you build this like entourage for two days yeah. when you're there.
1: And like you see the same people the walking, night. yeah. Yeah, karaoke is popping. We went ham. We were the karaoke queens. Like yes. we okay. So I think two the two or three nights we were there. Basically every night we were there, we karaokeed at this little bar. Yeah, it's like a dive bar. It kind. wasn't
0: even. It was a restaurant. <laughs> it, was. it was. It was a restaurant. Wait, didn't it have? We like, never a ship ate. theme.
1: We just <laughs> yes. We just had it had like a pirate ship and, theme. I yeah. want to say, but we karaokeed every night that we were there, and when we'd walk just out in the town not inside that bar people would recognize us as the karaoke queens like yeah, they'd be like, like it's oh you guys it's you yeah and it like boosts our confidence i know i and felt then, like, like a and celebrity like everyone there
0: had a birthday so it's kind of like we all kind of bonded yeah and there's only one club there mm-hmm. so i think it's like chi chi's or something che- yeah chi chi chi's um yeah and they close pretty early, but we always, we were the up- only ones on the dance floor. <laughs> we were. I don't know if it's cause my birthday is in January, but we were the only ones there and we got escorted back to our um, holiday inn- and <laughs> eh, eh,
1: um, by the police. Yeah. <laughs> well, but not in the way that you'd think. No. Like just legitimately, we were walk. We were gonna walk. I think. Yeah, and it was pretty far. Yeah, and then they saw us walking, and he just picked us up, and he was like, "Hey, do you girls need a lift?" And, and we're, we're like, like "Sure." Yeah. We were drunk out of our mind. Like, we could have <laughs> probably gotten a ticket for like disorderly yeah. conduct. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, we didn't. but we didn't. We just made friends with the fellow police officers. Yeah, and, and they brought us. <laughs> good. One one piece of advice, though. Do you remember the night? we got sushi and sushi was it was like horrible it was like, it was weird because the sushi place was like joint with a Patagonia store do you yes, remember that? I remember. <laughs> and we thought we we thought mistakenly oh it's Catalina they're right by the water mm-hmm. the, the fish is gonna be like fresh catch and best the sushi we've ever
0: had high, I felt yeah too. so we're like automatically okay buy this star. is gonna be best of the best mm-hmm. sushi yeah no, it, it was, was by the far worst the worst sushi, sushi I've ever had. I think I've had better sushi at like 7 Eleven.
1: I've had better, su- yes. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say at Avant, like p- picking up the sushi that's pre made at Avant. yeah, the ones that yeah. are like
0: five dollar Fridays, yes. like in the yeah. little luncheon sections. Um, oh, and that... I am really easy to please with sushi, yeah, like yeah, it was horrible,
1: yeah. So, um, but, but i like had Patagonia, it was worth it. Patagonia was a huge thing, on the yeah. Island. Everyone had it, everyone jacket. was wearing Patagonia, it mm-hmm. was like. Wasn't there some significance to Patagonia, Patagonia to? I think Patalina I asked Ireland? them, and yeah. the guy didn't know. Oh, okay. so I we probably can research it.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll make get it back to whole you. Episode. <laughs> The mystery of Patagonia on Catalina <laughs> Island. But no, that was such a fun trip, and I am
1: very grateful. Honestly, if I could have put that as my best birthday, I would, would. have. Like, your birthday I like would you have said been my best. Your batch, that bachelorette party was <laughs> your, your favorite birthday. <laughs> Even though it wasn't really your birthday.
0: But you had a good. Wait, how about a, like you had a birthday when I was included that was one of your favorites? Oh, uh, is this a
1: test? Yeah. Which one? Sarah's love fest. <laughs> oh, oh no! I was okay. So, um, one of my favorite birthday presents I've ever gotten oh, was God. for my twenty second. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was um the year that I turned twenty two. This is a great transition to yes <laughs> to our favorite birthday presents yes. section segment, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, So shortly before my 22nd, I admitted to you guys, which is like my friend group from high school that I'd been hiding an eating disorder for Mm -hmm. some time. And they just wanted me to feel special and like loved. And they threw me seriously the best (gasps) birthday ever. Like I just felt so enveloped in the feeling of love. Yeah. And I remember you guys got me a present where – it was, like, just so sentimental and, like, from the heart. It was a jar. Mm-hmm. And each of you had written on, like, a, a yeah. pink or red heart, mm-hmm. like a paper shaped as a heart, a reason why you loved me. And each of you had, like, 22 reasons why you loved me because oh. I was turning 22. And it was just <laughs> – I cannot express to you enough yeah. how good that made me feel. Like, I was at a point where I was just feeling so low and i was just battling this feeling of like low confidence mm-hmm. and like struggling with this thing and then finally coming clean to someone about it for the first time and we just took it and ran and just yeah. showed yeah.
0: that was that wasn't even my birthday but was probably one of my favorite <laughs> one of your favorites too <laughs>
1: But yeah, there was karaoke. And that, actually, that was
0: probably the birth of our love for karaoke too. Yes, I feel I think like so. it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we sang the song "22" by Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and it just felt magical. You it feels know, so
0: far now, I know it feels but so far. Away. That was a really good birthday. <laughs> um, yes, favorite birthday present. So yours was mm-hmm. one of that. I know you probably have another one.
1: Yeah, when I turned eighteen, um, I made my first huge purchase. I had saved up all of my Christmas, mm-hmm. birthday money, my Robex money. Shout out <laughs> first job. Um, And I spent like $600, which
0: back that's then, that was a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. It's still a
1: lot now. That was too. like $1,200 today. <laughs> In today's that's life. like um two houses to bed sales.
0: <laughs> No, that's like 25 houses to bed sales.
1: <laughs> um, but I bought a Canon XSI camera. Mm-hmm. And I just have so many fond memories of driving alone to the beach, mm-hmm. seaport village. Like I went to SDSU and like UCSD and yeah. just walked around and took pictures. I
0: miss it when you guys had your cameras because not mm-hmm. just like, oh
1: perfect. I oh, have yeah. I have profile pictures. We'd always Kevin. bring our camera <laughs> like Julie and I would always bring our camera and yeah. Kevin too. We'd we'd bring our cameras to like group functions, and I know, and I'm and- just like, oh, this is a good day. I should wear the shirt. Like
0: <laughs> oh, so I one love thing, that.
1: like one of my um like habits, I guess you'd say, when I'd go and like take take photos, mm-hmm. I would listen to my iPod, which at the time was separate from your iPhone. Like this was back, oh, yes. before iTunes was integrated on your phone. Um, and so I would just explore and take pictures of everything and. I take like in my mind what I thought was like really profound pictures of trash cans and like black and white.
0: <laughs> like this is art. Yeah, and I have. I, I have saw a picture. your pictures. They were good. I saw. Oh, them. thanks, Kathy. Yeah, and being someone with a lot of you know photo background, Just
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were really. Well, good I friends. do. I took a picture. I have a picture on my phone where I took it of myself, like with the camera, mm-hmm. and I have my iPod like in this holster, like on my hip (laughs) I'm just kind of embarrassed that I was walking around with like my iPod on my hip, like taking photos of trash cans. I want to be the outside (laughs) perspective of that. Exactly. Um, But yeah, I still have that camera to this day. It still works. Yay. I feel like
0: honestly I iPhones... do need hinge photos so once I lose my 10 pounds I really want
1: you to no I was gonna say <laughs> iPhones have progressed to the point That's where true. the camera on my phone is better than that camera mm-hmm. most likely so but hey I got you with yeah. your hinge photos still
0: <laughs> yeah um my favorite present was an, an a present I bought myself too and I think it kind of started like a little tradition where I'm gonna treat myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought myself, I think it was like 26, 27. I bought myself skydiving tickets. Wow, and also this used to be one of my favorite bands, <laughs> um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I bought myself a concert ticket to <gasps> that. So it's whatever, whenever that. they were in San Diego, that's when I also bought my skydiving tickets. Did you so go
1: alone know. to the concert?
0: The concert, I was, I made a little announcement on. Facebook when I had it and I was like going to to this concert if you want to come let me know and then in my mind I was like I really hope someone says something because <laughs> I was going to go by myself anyway. I um, Kelly went
1: with me. <gasps> okay good. Yeah. I still would have been down. Oh my god I'm so sorry. No it's
0: okay. I, <laughs> okay that was like one of my favorite bands Um, and the skydiving was really fun. Mm-hmm. I think I just made that like my little it doesn't have to be something big like just get yourself a little
1: treat or a tweet mm-hmm. but yeah. So Kathy what's something that you feel like has changed as you've aged? Um
0: definitely expectations. Like I felt mm-hmm. I had such high expectations for the night, like I said earlier, I planned these big pub crawls. Mm-hmm. And as much as I loved them, I felt so much pressure to make sure everyone was happy and good and always vibing. And then mm-hmm. looking back, I probably was very annoying because I was that person that would go up to be like, "Are you guys good? You guys got you guys you guys got drinks? Good, good?" And I move on to the next section of people. You're like hostess, but it's in PB. Yeah, not like at
1: your home. It's <laughs> like
0: I'm running across like the dance floor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be lying if I said I wasn't planning my 30th, but I mm-hmm. think after, I think 20, like before we went to Catalina, mm-hmm. I was very over it. Yeah. Like I didn't really want to do anything too crazy mm-hmm. or care that much because it
1: did take up a lot of like anxiety mm-hmm. moving up to your birthday, so. Yeah. No, I feel like I'm with you there. I'm for sure going to have a blowout on my 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. Like it's happening. Especially with
0: quarantine. Dirty
1: 30, especially yes. after quarantine. Yes, girl. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um i'm like on my elliptical now i'm just like
1: this is a fucking year i know i I better better be fucking tight better look like a fitness model by my 30th or else i'm gonna be real upset with myself um and also it's kind of the celebration of like you're a third of the way to death (laughs) i feel like i would expect to live until like 90, right 80s 90s yeah
0: um
1: but I I'm, I'm with you. I I used to love a good pub crawl. Yeah. I actually believed a birthday was boring mm-hmm. unless it involved drinking and bar hopping and PB, which is just kind of gross to me I now. I cannot do PB anymore. I can't. I cannot. Like anytime so I I did go to PB. What was it? I think it was in 2020 for St. Patrick's Day. Mhm. And it just was I not the same. I feel like <laughs>
0: now with PB, I think it's like you experienced it. You, lo- There's a point where I loved it. Yeah. But now it's – I think I would rather lose my pinky <laughs> than have to do a night out. Like if I go to PB, I need to mentally prepare. I need to make sure that mm-hmm. I have – I need to already be belligerent coming out of my Uber. Yeah. To PB. To handle Because PD. you have to exactly. know that people are going to go yell in your face. Like yeah. Like, it's college kids and military. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just too much. It's a lot to handle yeah. sober.
1: Um, But I feel like as I've aged, like, more so around 26, 27, my taste matured. If I was going to go out, it was going to be the North Park. Like, oh, North Park. A little classy. Classy, classy. Yeah. classy. Um. And then when I turned 28, I suddenly had zero interest in going out at all, birthday or not. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, hangovers were much harder to recover from. Like, legit, it takes me, like, a a good week to recover from a hangover now. Like, feeling bloated or, like, headaches or just, like, nauseous the next day. Like, those Mm -hmm. are issues I have for, like, a week until it's out of my system. Yeah.
0: I feel like – Never mind.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I
0: was gonna say. Well, it's just because like I'm in hospitality, mm-hmm. so I think we're used to like drinking a lot and oh, gotcha. stuff like that after yeah. hours. So, but and don't you get free wine too? We would in restaurants yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, how can you say no? Like, I
1: um, but I feel like more so in the last like year or two, I've preferred a quiet night in mm-hmm. with a movie. You know, my pan of brownies. Mm-hmm. In front of me, yeah, and it's yeah. kind of reminiscent of childhood. Like, isn't that funny? The the cycle that we go through. Because yeah, that stuff I would have done with my parents, like as a little kid. And then I went through this like crazy party phase, and mm-hmm. now I like miss that childhood. Dream, yeah, you know?
0: I still like going out though. Like, I love me a good karaoke night at Red Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do value a lot of quiet time. Like, I think my past birthday I mean obviously we met up a little to film this Mm -hmm. but I had a good like I was still at work but I did like a walk by myself and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so I value that a lot
1: more yeah (laughs) I'm I'm so cool I went on a walk I went on a walk I read some poetry (laughs) no I love that honestly Mm -hmm. sometimes the the best medicine is just to like you know spend some time with yourself yeah self-care facial mm-hmm. and speaking of things, drinks things,
0: going back to that mm-hmm. um i think my dr- <laughs> the drinks are no longer fruity now <laughs> they're they're like do you remember when you were 21 yeah. I, I could always tell how old i am in pictures even though i don't know what the time stamp is yeah. because if the drink had a color like a, yeah. a neon color you, you had to be
1: young uh, yeah. yeah
0: there were scooby snacks sugary AMX.
1: oh mm-hmm. scooby snacks oh yeah yeah Adios motherfuckers. motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> the Tokyo teas, Like just the neon crazy colors. For me,
1: it was like any flavored Bacardi. I cannot oh, drink to no. this day. Oh, oh, another one is – um, What's that one that's like a piña colada? Malibu. Malibu. Oh, oh my oh, God. No. So yeah. gross.
0: That's like Me Too with Captain
1: Morgan. That was like the, the house party. We, yeah, we used to play like Malibu Pong. Oh, no. Because it was like – it wasn't so strong to the point where, like, if you played beer pong with it, you'd be dead. Yeah. But it was more more significant than beer, so mm-hmm. you'd get pretty messed up. And but. I feel like
0: back then, I don't know how you are
1: now, but, like,
0: I actually do like the taste of some. Like, I'd love mm-hmm. me a good, like, Japanese whiskey or something like I that. I have no
1: clue what that is.
0: But um, <laughs> <laughs> like, just going to a nice – bar and like talking to the bartender and like they mix you this
1: cool concoction I will say mm-hmm. I very much these days I'm like oh well what do you like yeah like, like make me what you would recommend versus back then it's mm-hmm. like I just want to lose my mind yeah I'd be like <laughs> what's closest to a four loco yeah <laughs>
0: or you look at the percentage
1: of the beer yes. and you're just like okay. that's at 10
0: percent yeah I guess it can be an
1: IPA girl tonight yeah <laughs> no <laughs> totally I will say like Besides Sunday nights at podcasts, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> this is the only time I ever drink anymore because, yeah. you know, um, I, I used to be, like, at a point when I was in, like, my younger 20s where I wouldn't drink because I enjoyed the taste. Like, yeah. hell no. Like, I would drink because I liked the feeling. That's why and shots I were a big thing. Shots, shots yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked the effect you know, that it had on me when I was on the dance floor, you know? Like I just had, you know, limitless energy. I do have to admit though, even though I would use that excuse
0: sometimes, I was a little bit sober on the dance floor, but I still wanted to whip up my like crazy moves mm-hmm. and, just, and just blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the,
1: uh, 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 uh.
0: But I was sober. I went to a – um I went to EDC one time and I didn't I didn't do anything I but I just drank a lot but there was a point where like I didn't realize how long it was. Yeah. And I was completely sober but I was just like dancing my heart out and I remember I got approached by this girl and she's like, "Oh my gosh, what are you on?" and I was just like everything.
1: <laughs> and I was just sober. <laughs> Is that why people can like handle EDC? Oh, they're just probably. on a, a plethora of drugs. Yeah. And,
0: and I'm not against it, but it, it's not for me. But it, like, I didn't realize how long it
1: was until I experienced it. I'm just yeah. like, I'm never. You're again. just like, someone can <laughs> like- One time someone offered, uh, they were like, Do you want to work EDC weekend? Like, being like a parking lot person, mm-hmm. like directing traffic oh, would and stuff. I hate it. And they were like, you, You'll get like $2,000. Oh, okay. I like, it love was. It. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I had work that weekend mm-hmm. and I was trying so hard to get off work so that I could like drive to Vegas like six hours each way just to like work a parking lot all weekend and make $2,000. Like yeah. to me that was so worth it. Mm-hmm. But the downside was the person who was like, yeah, you like, you'll make a shit ton of money. Just do it. She was like, the only thing is you have to stay up for like 36 hours straight. <laughs> um, and like at one point you'll probably like see things and like, Feel delusional, but the money's so worth it. And like,
0: and I really you will probably lose <laughs> that yes. feeling on your
1: bottom half, but it's worth it. <laughs> like she was telling me, she, like she's like, I wasn't even on anything, and I was just so sleep-deprived working the parking lot that I Jesus. saw like a black cat. Oh and my! She God. said she started imagining like the black cat talking to her, and she's <laughs> like, I might as well have been on drugs with the rest of them. <laughs> oh my! God. I was okay. trying really this hard one- to
0: make that cake. Okay, this girl. <laughs> No, no, offense, yeah. is the worst recruiter for the job. <laughs> <laughs> like she could have stopped at two thousand yeah. and just get, and then, it, then like... that was
1: it. But no, yeah, <laughs> no, she was, tra- you know, she was being fully transparent. Okay, I that's good. It. That's um, good. Um, I, but one more thing about the drinks recently:
0: yeah. me, Sarah, and our and Ashley, which you guys met. Um, yeah. we scheduled like this beach day together. Yes, and. We went to Seven Eleven and we're just like, oh, they didn't really have like the stuff that we wanted, but they did have Four Locos, which is something I haven't dived into for a while. Since and like, yeah, 21. and these yeah. ones aren't even the ones that we've had prior. Like these ones don't have like the cap. The they cap reformulated plane. at one point. Yeah.
1: They like, I don't know. I guess Four Locos were considered like highly oh b- bad b- illegal. I've I don't know. I don't know if they were illegal, once. but.
0: But I remember it was like a it was the combination energy drink yeah and re- like a intense alcohol
1: yeah it was the combination of like the energy with the alcohol content like it was, it was like legal crack yeah <laughs> it was like killing people four dollar literally <laughs> like, and so I remember they took it off the shelves but then they it reformulated still, it still
0: has the same potency I, or yeah. I mean,
1: not the same but like it works yeah it,
0: yeah um so needless to say we don't m- remember that much of it yeah.
1: <laughs> but I didn't throw up you guys I'm really proud of myself I did okay so, just,
0: <laughs> um yeah. so another thing like we talked about how we value mm-hmm. quiet time and all that but I do think my the gifts that I receive uh-huh. I appreciate a lot more yeah the practical part yeah. of it. Uh-huh. like I'm fine if you guys want like birthday coupons are fine like, I think I get a Wait, own- coupon <laughs> <laughs> Who's giving you coupons for giving them a big bath and beyond? Wait, what if they gave, What if
1: they give you uh do you remember those coupon books that you can buy for like 20 <laughs> oh, yeah. bucks and it has coupons for like every restaurant? Yeah. And, actually,
0: actually, I would be okay. You would with be that. down yeah. for that. Yeah, <laughs> I get excited when I get my my spam emails that are okay, like notice. we'll get um 20% off your Ulta thing <laughs> because it's your birthday. So I think I get so excited for that, which yeah. I
1: would have not been mm-hmm. Five years, years ago. past. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like you've, you know, you've achieved adulthood um, when all you can think of for gift ideas are like kitchen appliances. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I covet practicality and function mm-hmm. over fun yeah. no- nowadays. Um, and some of the most exciting presents I've asked for in the last couple of years include an air fryer, mm-hmm. a blender, a knife set. Cutting board. Mm-hmm. Um, last Christmas, I asked my mom for like eco friendly toilet paper and paper towels. Oh my god! Soap, deodorant, dryer balls, <laughs> sprouts <laughs> gift cards. Like yeah. I'm, am, I'm am the queen of practicality. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just back then, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't
0: remember asking too much, but it was like stuff that I, like I didn't really need.
1: Yeah. So. I I aren't, yeah I have a hard time remembering. I texted my mom and I was like, "Do you remember any of like the like unnecessary gifts that I've ever asked for that were mm-hmm. just kind of like lame?" But at the time, yeah. I thought they were so cool. She <laughs> didn't respond to me, but <laughs> like, my, I have other stuff my own <laughs> mother left me on red over that question. Um, but what's more embarrassing, I think, is I've I had asked for these presents before. I was even moved out of my mom's house. Like, oh my God. knowing, like, I was at getting to the point where I was going to be moving out. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I'm going to need all this shit. <laughs> um, so, like, knowing that I would have no absolute need for them yeah. for maybe, like, a year or longer, I still was like, can you I can I have a blender? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, And then I, I feel like just going out in general, when I do go out now, the, the rare times it mm-hmm. happens – I want to be home earlier. Yes. Um, Like you were saying before, I have to mentally prepare myself for Mm -hmm. a night Especially if it involves something with,
0: like – It's one thing to go to, like, a a dive bar. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. easy to do. But Mm -hmm. if it's, like, we're going to a club, there's going to be heels involved. Yes. A dress.
1: Honestly, I feel like now I have to get ready, like, five hours before an event. Yeah. Whereas before, I feel like I could just – like, like effortless do it. Yeah. effortless and cute without you know and, and take just minimal time mm-hmm. um and then another one I'd say is I used to think like quotes and sayings were pretty cheesy oh same um but now I have an entire album dedicated to them on my phone like <laughs> I'll be scrolling through Instagram and see like it, it's life's not about the destination, it's about the journey or something random no, like that. Same. And I'll be like, Oh, that's a good one. I could use that next time I'm having an emotional breakdown.
0: <laughs> I know, like quotes are no longer <laughs> cheesy. Like all the sayings, like, and it's always something that I would have been so embarrassed to have screenshotted prior. It's always like in a Calibri font plastered on top of a shot of beach waves or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there is a quote that, since we're on that, that I hate. <laughs>
1: But you love. No, I oh, legit hate you it. You just hate it.
0: I don't get the, I, it's like a Gen Z thing, but it's the, I hate the saying, living in my mind rent free.
1: Oh, okay. Have you yeah, heard yeah. that? Yeah, I've
0: heard just that. Just because like mm-hmm. everything in my mind is living there rent free. <laughs> like everything. Um, if I could charge it. rent, know, I would. Trust me. Especially like, my anxiety. I, know. <laughs> I wouldn't be filming the, or we wouldn't be playing this podcast in a fucking studio. <laughs>
1: No, I can I can get behind that one. Yeah, that, that's pretty. Irritating. <laughs> so what would you say are some of the things that you've anticipated as you've gotten older and where you might feel a little bit behind?
0: Yeah, so I thought after like grade school and high school, it would parallel the same to the real world, meaning my brain and quote-unquote smartness (laughs) would continue to grow at a steady pace upward. Mm -hmm. In reality, I do feel like I'm a late bloomer and I think it's hitting me even more now being 29. Mm -hmm. I feel like I should be interested in certain things mm-hmm. that I'm currently not like, I feel like mm-hmm. I should have read a lot more thick classic books that you find <laughs> at Barnes and Nobles where I'm like, mm-hmm. like I definitely feel like I should have at least read Madame Bovary mm-hmm. at this time. What's but it, it's a book, it's a classic <laughs> book that I feel like everyone reads and talks about. Um, but it does look a little bit different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what For about sure. you?
1: No, I, I feel like uh, my growth as an adult, would also mirror like my rate of learning and development from high school. Like mm-hmm. it would just continue on this uphill trajectory. Mm-hmm. But really, it's taken me making the same mistakes over and over, mm-hmm. primarily with men. Yes. Uh, and realizing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and really, like sitting myself down and realizing. I am the one constant in all of my dysfunctional relationships. Mm -hmm. Now that's not to say that I'm to blame. It's not that I'm trying to shit on myself and beat on my own Mm self-esteem, but it's just a hard truth that I've had to confront in order to almost like accept accountability for the people that I allow in my life and who I give permission to treat me poorly. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, you know, I gave them license to do those things rather than just walking away yeah. from the situation. So I do have a part to play in mm-hmm. my own poor experiences. Um, but I will say it took like 10 to 11 years to feel like I'm in a place where I prioritize me yes. over any other person. Mm-hmm. And just one piece of advice I want to give to everyone remember that you are the most important relationship you'll ever have is the one that's with yourself mm-hmm. and that sets the tone for all other relationships to come yes so I feel like you have you almost owe it to yourself to get the relationship you relationship you have with you right mm-hmm. before you enter into a situation with another person
0: yeah and I think that goes back to kind of the dating episode where we talk about how it is very very important to love yourself yeah and I think with growth I think that kind of could hinder it because you're mm-hmm. thinking like, okay, well, I'm at this age. I'm fine with this. And mm-hmm. then I'll grow and I'll slowly get someone better. Well, in actuality, you can start like doing it sooner. Now. Yeah. yeah like, like now.
1: Yeah. You don't have to um, allow yourself – so mm-hmm. many bad experiences before you reach, you know, the yeah. certain point. Where- Which
0: is, but I say that you, I feel like you need to have at least some experiences of oh, yeah. bad relationship. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and then I just, <laughs> I always quote this and I feel like I'm going to quote um, this uh, special <laughs> constantly, but it's one of my favorite comedy specials by uh-huh. Daniel Sloss again <laughs> from Jigsaw. But he talks about how you- Should like, we just call our podcast uh, The Jigsaw? The Jigsaw. <laughs> Kathy's Love and Daniel Sloss. Um, but- in the special, he talks about how, let's say that you love yourself only twenty percent. Mm-hmm. If someone comes along and they love you thirty percent, in your mind you're just gonna go like, "Oh, Whoa, that's, that's so, so much. much more than me loving." But in actuality, <laughs> right. that's fifty percent. Yeah. So I think it's like going through all of the notions of loving yourself and being at close to a hundred as you mm-hmm. possibly can yeah. before letting someone in. Right. So then, yeah, you're only gonna accept. Someone you're like setting that could the bar reach.
1: higher. Yeah, exactly. So. Mm-hmm. And you won't – you'll be less ex, less accepting of, like, the bullshit mm-hmm. that, like, in the moment you're clouded. Like, you can't really see. Yes. But once you develop that sense of self-esteem and, like, self-love, mm-hmm. you'll be able to recognize it and, like, pinpoint it and fucking kick it to the yeah. curb when it happens. So um, welcome
0: to our birthday slash <laughs> second
1: dating episode. <laughs> and I, I also feel like when – You know, I'm not quite at my 30s yet, but I kind of feel like this impending pressure, there's no more space for bullshit in my life. (laughs) Like once I do turn 30, there's certain things that when I did in my 20s, they were considered maybe cute Mm -hmm. or permissible. But once I turn 30, they're going to be considered, like, reckless and irresponsible. Oh. An example of this is getting wasted and staying, staying up until, like, 2 to 3 in the morning when I have work at 8 a.m. the next day. Like, those are things that I did between, like, 20 and 25. Where it's a- socially acceptable. Too. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's actually encouraged yeah. <laughs> to do that. Encouraged. But I, I I, couldn't possibly. Like, after age 25 <laughs> or maybe even, you know, a few years ago, I I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's too much of a physical tool.
0: <laughs> I feel like I can piggyback on that, which I always say that. I
1: like to piggyback. But, okay. I'm going to piggyback. Um, just, like, live in my mind rent free. Yeah. <coughs>
0: <coughs> oh, Jesus. Was that my karma for making fun of it that?
1: quite <laughs> the thing. It disturbed um, you so much. You had, like, that reaction to it.
0: But I feel like this is my last year where I can be considered like quirky and this neurotic okay. cute. <laughs> like, okay. I feel like people have said that to me in the past where I thought it was like endearing, like, oh, you remind me of this character on like The New Girl or something like that. <laughs> and I'd feel like, oh, I'm so cute and quirky. But now I feel. Like, this is my last year where I can do this because by 30, I feel like I need to incorporate more, like, beige in my ro- wardrobe. Uh-huh. And I feel like I need to automatically have this, like, leather briefcase uh-huh. or else I'll just be a crazy cat mom uh-huh. that, yeah, listens to too much, like, whimsical music or something so like So, right that. now,
1: you're, it's, like, cute to have mm-hmm. multiple cats, but, like,
0: once you hit 30… I'm just going to morph into my a cardigan jacket. You're just going to turn like, to your mom. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, no offense to my mom, I love no, you. No, um, just in a general sense. It's yeah. not her mom. I'm not trying just to attack you. a mom. Yes, My exactly jeans you. just get higher <laughs> and like this itchy
0: sweater just like tattoos itself on my body. Um, yeah. I think also okay. I think I'm I'm throwing in another quote real fast, but Carrie Bradshaw (laughs) in one of the movie shoots says, "Eventually, all Sex in the City, yeah, Sex in the City. (laughs) Um, Eventually, all the pieces fall into place. Until then, laugh at the confusion, live for the moment, and know that everything happens for a reason. So enjoy yourself. That's what your 20s are for. Your 30s are to learn the lessons, and your 40s are to pay for the drinks.
1: Sex in the City, Carrie Bradshaw." (laughs) did you know they're having a revival of sex in the city sorry tangent oh yeah no i and it's called like and so it so it goes so it goes. <laughs> wait, what is it? And so it is. And, and so it was. Yeah, it's something to that one effect. Of those. It's some something that's not very memorable. I clearly, know. and I love. We
0: both love Sex and City, but I feel like they should just stop. Like, yeah. I first agree. of all, they're not even having Samantha, and she yeah. was she the was sex. the sex. No, that's, that's why, the why they had
1: to name it something like "and so <laughs> it is" because the sex is removed completely. Like anxiety, and Yeah. <laughs> Does this dress make me look sad in the the city? city.
0: (laughs) Are my my eggs still good in the city? (laughs) But I love that quote. But I think as I'm heading towards my 30s, I feel like I'm narrowing on the part where it's like, enjoy your 20s, -hmm. but learn your lessons in your 30s. I feel like I'm taking that so to heart right now where I'm, Mm -hmm. again, I'm just having those like visions of me like turning 30 and like, you better have your shit together. Yeah.
1: Um, Which I think isn't the
0: case, but. It's a lot
1: of pressure to put Mm -hmm. on yourself, like, you know. The name of this podcast is We've Made a Mistake. Like, we always want to perpetuate this idea where it's okay to make mistakes. Embrace your mistakes. And you you will continue to make mistakes. Exactly. But
0: maybe Mm -hmm. try to steer away from these. The same mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) But I do have to say what did come to fruition Mm -hmm. for what I expected or, like, wanted from my 20s is that they were wild. Like, they had some wild moments. Because I remember when I was 19, I used to write – I need to start doing this, but I used to write in my diary like before I turned, like the night before my birthday. Mm-hmm. And when I was 19, I do remember saying, like, man, I, cause I didn't experience love. I didn't experience a bunch of stuff that we'll talk later. <laughs> but I, I was like, I really hope that my 20s are going to be a lot different. Mm-hmm.
1: And looking back, they were. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I have to agree. I think I got my 20s out of my system, yeah. so to speak. Like, I remember um, crying to my mom over my first heartbreak at, like, 16 Mm -hmm. and just being dramatic like you are at 16 years old when (laughs) your heart is shattered into a million tiny pieces. Mm -hmm. And she was trying to reassure me, like, no, Sarah, you need to date. Like, trust me, I regret not dating and, like, putting myself out there. And, like, there's going to be more... Heartbreak. There's gonna be more. I know. <laughs> she was like, "There's gonna be more guys, and there's gonna be more heartbreak." And she was yeah. saying it in like a very reassuring way, but at the time, I was just like, "Oh God, <laughs> i sad." <laughs> there's more of this feeling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I will never forget my my own mother like mm-hmm. recommending to me to like date as yeah. much as I could <laughs> and put myself out there. And I feel like I legitimately got that on my system. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I'll look back on my life and. Wish I would have done something differently. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then another one, uh, just in like a general sense, responsibilities. Um, you said before you have this like feeling like you have to wear a beige pantsuit. (laughs) Yeah. I almost feel like I need to paint my walls beige or um start like home projects even though my house is like fine and just the renovated way the way it is
0: like oh same i feel like i need to make again i have that as my new year's resolution mm-hmm. as my loose new year's resolution but <laughs> i i'd love to make
1: something out of power tools because yes. i think that's no, what people are i doing. i feel yeah. like the pressure to build something mm-hmm. even though that like i feel like my house is pretty complete at this point should we make that um, a side project like maybe we'll build a like. A building? Oh my something. God, yes. <laughs> um, it is weird to think though that once I hit thirty, I'm like just a couple of years away from a hundred. From <laughs> <laughs> that too, um, but from like being a mom, and yeah, I adore yeah. children, and I've always thought that I wanted lots of them. You know, mm-hmm. I I grew up in a really small family, and you always kind of want this thing that you don't have like Mm -hmm. I would grow up watching home alone and he has I don't even know how many brothers and sisters he has. so you wanted to have a lot of I where you could get lost and yes yes I wanted to disappear I wished I could disappear (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I would see like these huge family dynamics and I would want that you Mm -hmm. know um but it's also so hard to imagine myself with a child like I thought about this the other night. Like I tried to imagine what it would be like to have a kid Mm -hmm. and I can't like, I can't imagine it. Like I start to freak out and I panic as if my life is only meaningful if I achieve that goal of like being a mother, you know? But what does that mean for us now? Like we're not moms now. Does that mean that our life has less value? I know. It's like we're nothing close. And I think, I think it's,
0: it's a lot socially acceptable to not be in the same playing field as Mm -hmm. everyone which is nice I mean even going through like Instagram which Mm -hmm. is my only social media at Mm -hmm. this time but I'll scroll through and see people in different stages of their life so that's honestly like comforting to know because I think if I didn't have that knowledge I would feel even more behind and honestly probably depressed because I'll be like am I doing something wrong Mm -hmm. um but yeah, same thing with you. I didn't. I never really. Well, I personally never really had that maternal instinct mm-hmm. automatically. But I do kind of see myself now. I'll look at a baby. I'm like, with your cat, okay, you're cute, and with my cats, <laughs> yeah. I'll look. I'll be like, I'm already crazy with my cats. I can't even. You're imagine. so
1: maternal, like Kathy. <laughs> she was literally <laughs> telling me earlier how, like Peter, her one cat will eat both his food and Juniper's food. Her other cat. And so when the cats go to bed at night, she'll, like, sneak over to Juniper's bowl and, like, give her extra food because Peter (laughs) ate all of her food. (laughs) Like, that is maternal right there. Also, last episode, we touched on the Halloween costume, like, submitting them for the Halloween costume contest and not wanting to pick one or the other. So you, you know – Ba- basically disqualified yourself entirely from the, the Halloween costume contest. For any
0: guys listening, I hope – are you guys turned on or just like
1: really dry down there? <laughs> but um, no, yeah. I,
0: mm-hmm. But I do feel like that behind feeling. Yeah. so
1: But like to, to the kids' point too and like it being really difficult to imagine a child fitting into my life right mm-hmm. now, I'm also really comfortable with like – my life financially Same. and like my lifestyle and I do worry about having a child and the financial effect that will have on the sense of stability. Oh, of course. Especially I hate.
0: Look how expensive it is now. Yes. I can't
1: even imagine. Yeah. Like, and like, it, it's like if an unexpected expense comes at now, like just, um, like with my dog, for example, mm-hmm. like if he has an issue and I have to take him to the emergency vet, It's not like I can't afford to do that, Mm -hmm. but I have anxiety over it because I hate like the instability. Like I like knowing how much I have in my account, like how I just like predictability. Mm -hmm. Right. And so with a child, I know that's like the opposite (laughs) of predictability. And it just scares me a little bit. Um, And also like, will my vagina ever be the same? Like (laughs) I'm finally to the point where I'm okay with her. And now I'm just a a few short years away from like- Like do I need to
0: start counting my own eggs? Do I have
1: to do my Kegels now? Like before I'm even pregnant, do I have to, to yeah. practice like pelvic floor exercises?
0: So it's like, it's like that, going back to that Gary Bradshaw quote, I feel mm-hmm. like it's not supposed to make me feel this way, but it's giving me so much anxiety. I know. And I, know. I just, I didn't even worry about this stuff before. Like honestly, when I start, 28 is probably when I'm like, mm, should I be at some point? Because I've always been so, like, I, again, I'm a workaholic. So I've uh-huh. just always had like this set goal, like for myself Mm work-wise like I always envisioned by 30 I'll have like I just want to throw my phone down and just be Mm -hmm. like tell them to take a message and then like (laughs) and then just just have like hair flowing like fear faucet like I just assumed that and I just assumed the love of my life would just organically come in and then like the child would come in Mm -hmm. I just didn't know like now I'm almost 30 I'm like am I okay but But that's okay because
1: everything in life happens for a reason. Like, Mm -hmm. even if 10 years ago you envisioned your life to be different. Yeah. But I still want
0: what I want. I just want to emphasize that. Like, I still want to be at one point in my career and I still want to, like, wear yoga pants and a crop top and feel hot. Like, I still Mm -hmm. have these, like, goals, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, are these supposed to be my goals? Am I doing it right? Um,
1: i said that a million times. No, no, no. But. Honestly, I feel like that's like the beauty in life. Mm-hmm. Even though a second ago I said I love predictability. Yeah. Now I'm going to transition and say the beauty <laughs> is the unpredictable. <laughs> but it's
0: it be like that sometimes. It, it does be
1: like that. Like we we were talking before we started recording how like even if our life, if we could go back and redo like all of the mistakes, all of the shitty decisions we've made, if we could go back and redo it. Mm-hmm. Our life today might look so different to where we don't have something that we have today that we, like, love so much. Yeah. Like, Kathy might not have her cats. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't i wouldn't have my relationship. Like, there's yeah. certain things that you can't guarantee in life. And, like, you know, everything happens for a reason. It's led you to this yeah. point. And maybe we took the scenic route in life. Like, maybe mm-hmm. it took us a little longer to, like – Learn from our mistakes and, like, yeah. heal and go through our shit. But, you know, I, I can confidently say I wouldn't have it any, any other way. Like, I'm very grateful for mm-hmm. where I'm at in this current moment in life.
0: Yeah. And even when we talk about how much, like, I, I know we talk about dieting a lot. And we joke about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm very glad that I don't have any dietary restrictions <laughs> and I can eat. And I can eat. Like, I'm very <laughs> – I agree with that because there's just so much good food out there so yeah
1: and also Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is just a myth but when you have a child do you wash your hair like can you ever wash your hair ever again they portray it on tv (laughs) a lot like you don't Okay. I That's actually, another thing that concerns yeah, me. Yeah. I actually
0: don't really like it how I – th- I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I don't like it how they portray mothers. Again, I'm not a mother, but how they make them seem like they need to be, like, deep in a wine bottle all yeah. the time, every night, and yeah. all that. And I get – like, I hear stories about how stressful it is, but I feel like it looks really rewarding at the same time, but mm-hmm. – I feel like they have to always perpetuate this like wine mom yeah. and whatever, like all the soccer moms are mean to each other. And I'm just Well, like, let's
1: not forget we we were this close to, to naming having a baby our pod- together, <laughs> no, not <having> a baby. <laughs> we were this close to naming our podcast something wine. That's true. So we kind of fed into it. I know. That too. <laughs> <laughs> or followers.
0: <laughs> so Sarah, do you have any birthday
1: <laughs> mistakes? Yeah. um, Being a jerk child. (laughs) So I was lucky enough to have my parents who bought me my first car at 16. And I remember crying on the way to see it because it was maroon and I'd rather die than have a car that color. (laughs) And Jesus, like I was just such an ungrateful brat. Like I look back and I still feel so guilty for that to this day. It's been (laughs) like 13 years and I still think about it all the time. Um, And the lesson in it is that Simply just appreciate what you have. Yeah. Like, what you have is most likely more than what someone else has. Mm-hmm. And, like, they might be so fucking happy to have like a fucking Ginny. car. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm not proud of my behavior in mm-hmm. that moment. And I'm just here to share that <laughs> with everyone and <laughs> absolve myself of some <absolve> of my guilt. <laughs> I feel really bad about doing that. And I apologize to my parents. Oh. really deeply.
0: No, yeah. I think I apologized to my mom too about – because of how I said that she would give me a number of presents that correlated with my age, but they were very <laughs> practical gifts. And I do remember shitting on her when I was, like, younger and I was just like, why do you Why do you have to wrap everything individually with just, like, toothbrushes or colored pencils or something like that? Oh. Um, but looking back, it was really nice because she also, like, gave me this long – like, you know when you get a birthday card – And it has something already written in. Yeah. But my mom would have small font and just fill up the whole thing and even go over, like, that part.
1: (laughs) Wait, she'd, like, exceed the card? Yeah. She'd, like, (laughs) add a piece of paper.
0: (laughs) And she'd, like, write on the back. And I remember she'll make me read it. (laughs) Wow. Or when when she's, like, oh, did you finish reading? And she'd be, like, no, you didn't. And i will get so mad. But looking back, I have some of those letters and it's, like, It's something that you're going to like appreciate your parents. Exactly. So thanks, mommy. I
1: love that. (laughs) Another one. um, Age is nothing but a number. Yes. Do you want to lead this one? There's
0: dumbasses at every
1: possible age.
0: (laughs) 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 I thought that if you had a suit or iron trousers, that, that would parallel to being smart or your career status was high. Then you were just all smart. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of factors that contribute to growth in general. And it's not just book smart that, and
1: determined by your age. Yeah. Um, it's not like once you turn 30, you're automatically like you metamorphosis yeah. into like a different I mean, it's
0: going to happen to me. But
1: <laughs> everyone I'm, else. I'm manifesting <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh but um no I agree with that sentiment. Yeah, There's like intellectuals and immature people at mm-hmm. every possible age. Like you can't use that as like a defining factor for yeah. you know someone's behavior.
0: Um and I do admit to when I was young I felt I think I was a pretty good kid mm-hmm. but and I wasn't full-on conceited but I definitely thought I knew a lot more like beyond my years mm-hmm. um there's an a quote <laughs> that's I'm just gonna be all quotes of this <laughs> I love them <laughs> um Oscar Wilde I am not young enough to know everything mm-hmm. um but yeah I thought I knew stuff well beyond my years and I was like 15 to 20 years old so for example I thought I could give great advice on relationships, savings. Even how to be a good parent. And keep in mind, I have not experienced any of these things at this point, like, full on. Hold on. I'm trying to just figure out what that quote means. (laughs) It's like when you're young, you're – I think – when you're young, you think you know everything. Okay. And then when you okay. start growing up, you're just like – You
1: realize just how little you know. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I still think it. growing up, I have so much to learn, and I think that's the fun part of it.
1: Yeah. I want to know more. I think what's a more, um, like, uh, accurate, like, measure of mm-hmm. your um, – of, of what you know versus what you don't know mm-hmm. is – experiences like yeah it's not really it, it doesn't have anything to do with age like you could be 30 and you haven't gone through shit in life yeah and like you know if everything's been handed to you like you've never had any kind of struggle mm-hmm. you might not understand someone who's like 21 and has been through the ringer you know yeah. I think experience is probably a more oh for sure a more accurate measure
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah um another one would be you don't have your eighteen year old metabolism anymore. <laughs> Stop eating like a complete asshole. <laughs> like I f- I feel like now I, I eat more for nutrition and balance because it's just becoming increasingly more apparent as I age. Um, my metabolism is escaping me. like I just, I cannot eat. Fast food, like, I cannot eat the way that I once did and not work out yeah. and, like, not see the effect of it on my body, you know? Case
0: in point, us in quarantine. Yes,
1: <laughs> exactly. Which, you guys, I've gained – I I think I said it was 15 pounds mm-hmm. during, like, our New Year's episode, but I weighed myself recently. <laughs> it's I have gained minimum 20 pounds and, you know – Get back on that train, you know, what more can you do? But But I think you look great. Thanks, Campy. You're welcome. I, I think I look fine when I have clothes on. It's when I look at myself naked and in you're like, mirror. oh there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like me. I see every 150 pounds of myself <laughs> in the mirror. Um also just another lesson I've learned. Please just lift a weight or I don't know, perform any activity to raise your heart rate above resting because, again, haven't done that at all in the last nine months. And,
0: you know, especially because we both kind of have office jobs. Yes. So we're like, we're very much sedentary, I think, Mm -hmm. throughout
1: the day. Yeah. Another one, um, and this is the biggest one, I think, believing that there is a blueprint. For life. Mm-hmm. Like every birthday that has passed, I have that thought like I should be at this point yeah. in my life. When really there's no right way to do anything, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to how to live your own unique life. There's no one size fits all prescription. Mm-hmm. One person's passion may look like being a wife and a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. and running a parenthood blog. Yeah. And, you know, another person that might literally be their definition of imprisonment and they never want to be married or consciously choose, you know, they they consciously choose child childlessness. Mm-hmm. And neither way is right or wrong. Yeah. They're just different and equally as valuable to that individual. So, I think this is when I reflect on my own life and I wonder I should be further ahead than where I'm at, but I have to stop myself and be like, no sis, Mm -hmm. everything in life is for a reason. Maybe I had settled for an ex and by now I could be married with a couple of kids, but would I be happy? Mm -hmm. I can confidently say, fuck no. (laughs) Like don't sacrifice your joy because of some arbitrary map. That's really just a creation of society intended to judge other people. Yeah. Like I I feel like we've seen this more in like, old movies, you know, mm-hmm. when the person is, you know, childless and unmarried. Oh, when are you going to get married? Yeah. When are you going to have babies? Like, it's these subtle judgments that are passed on you when they do that. You yeah. Know? Like, it builds up because you constantly see it mm-hmm. and all of
0: that. And I think it's also – I again going back to the name of our podcast, like we've made a mistake. Mm -hmm. I think it's also acknowledging that you are going to be making them and it's not that simple to not. I think something that I have grown into accept, which again, I'm still back and forth, is that I know that we say things are not black and white. If something is bad, if someone is bad for you and you're not supposed to date them or be with a friend and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's not something easy. Like just because someone's bad, you can't just like cut it off and yeah. be done. I mean, that's why we have been in bad relationships yeah. and all of that um,
1: way beyond their expiration. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: And we think we, we simplify things in our head or before where if it's too expensive, don't go on vacation mm-hmm. or don't eat out. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, I need mentally. Mm-hmm. I need these things. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's why I understand why people like are, like I have more sympathy now for yeah. people that are maybe alcoholics or like drug abusers just because they probably went through a lot of shit and they didn't, they needed a source or an outlook. Mm-hmm. Um, an so outlet? that's why they need, yeah. They need like an out, like lit of, to relieve that stress. Yeah. And I think I was a bratty kid going back to that. Cause I would look at these stories. I'm just like, why didn't you just stop doing drugs? Why didn't right. you just stop
1: drinking alcohol? Right. But it's
0: like, no, um I feel like and I have a lot also, more sympathy like,
1: for that I, I do really honestly believe too that like addiction is a disease yeah and so uh, you know I know earlier I had a story about an ex who you know dealt mm-hmm. with alcoholism but I'm not trying to minimize his experience at yeah. all I've also had fa- family members who have like thrown themselves deep into addiction. Like, I really genuinely believe it's something that's on like a chemical level. Yeah. And it's like a dependency. It's like depression.
0: And I love how we're making it out there and aware and all of that. Yeah. So, so this is our normalized episode.
1: Normalized mental (laughs) health issues and depression, anxiety, addiction. Like, really
0: yeah honestly i like how we started off the episode very like
1: birthday behavior and now (laughs) we're just like depression is my baseline (laughs) embarrassing encounters embarrassing encounters embarrassing encounters embarrassing
0: encounters Welcome back to Embarrassing Encounters to
1: the tune of Happy Birthday. Yeah. So Sarah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> me first. What's your embarrassing encounter? Oh well, mm, it's not. It's not entirely embarrassing. I, I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, but I gave in okay. and I bought a karaoke microphone. And I'm here to report that it was worth every penny of yes. that $26 I spent. Yes. I will say, so when we went to our friend Ambry's house a couple of weeks ago, she has a whole karaoke setup. Like it's like, legit. Legit. She bought like a $400 set. Like yeah. m- microphone that has like all these different effects and then like a like a speaker. Mm-hmm. And I found it on Amazon, but I was like, ooh. <laughs> Mm, What's that's, the like, lock <laughs> that's like half of my rent. So mortgage, whatever. So <laughs> I found this microphone that pretty much has the same effect, mm-hmm. but for $26. So I thought, okay, this isn't going to break the bank. Yeah. And I used it for the first time today for about 15 minutes. And my boyfriend just had to scream at me once from the other room. And it was good. But once, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But I feel – I don't know. I feel like I'm at my best singing-wise when I'm in the shower. I think Mm -hmm. the acoustics are just really nice. Yeah. Oh, in the bathroom, I'm fucking Whitney Houston. I don't care whatever anyone says.
0: I'm Adele. I know. I am Adele incarnate. Oh, Oh. are we freaking – I am Beyonce having
1: a baby with Adele. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Just me and Sarah one-upping each other. Um, But, yeah yeah i mean it's it's a lot of fun but i'm just really cognizant of how horrible i sound <laughs> like i was very much aware of that today <laughs> especially when your partner's in the other room yelling like come on enough it's enough <laughs> after 15 minutes yeah um but yeah i have fun i think yeah. it, it'll just be something i do in you're private. practicing for once we finally can go out and have yes IOC exactly yes. yeah um, genuinely though, the thought occurred to me today when I was driving over here. Because I you guys, I brought the karaoke mic to Kathy's <laughs> thinking like, oh maybe we'll maybe we'll like not do it while we're recording, but like afterward. I don't know. I brought the mic here. That's the point. Um, it's just gonna be like stuck to you
0: every day now. <laughs> like,
1: I'll at bring any it to work be like, oh what?
0: You guys oh, wanna do karaoke. Oh surprise? karaoke, it's in my what? hand. Like, what a surprise! <laughs> look what I have. I just pull it out of my pocket.
1: Um, but for a moment while I was driving here, I thought, what if I just whipped out the karaoke mic and like saying while I was driving, is, is that the same as like texting and driving? That's the only thing that stopped me, honestly. I thought like, what if this is a infraction?
0: I think, just try it.
1: Just try (laughs) it? Okay. (laughs) Wait, could a cop do anything if like I pulled up to the stoplight? I feel like he'll
0: be very confused and he'll think it's comical and just like, you know what? Cops have a lot of stuff to worry about
1: right now, so no, they're fine. <laughs> a karaoke, a person karaokeing in their car is the least of their worries. Yeah, yes. shade. Okay. <laughs> what was yours?
0: Um. So I do. Daily or weekly walks with my friend David. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, at, you at first were like daily. I mean weekly. <laughs> like, let's go real. Awesome. Let me call myself out here.
0: <laughs> but so we we and we have them pretty long. Like they're like four miles. Ugh. But then this time we're like, you know, what? let's spice it up. Let's mm-hmm. drink vodka. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we did. Like it was like a good eight mile walk. Um, like we saw all the scenic areas of San Diego. But what I forgot is that alcohol makes me pee-pee a lot. It runs right through. <laughs> yeah. Them. And so there was a part where we we're by Petco Park and I think they're doing the vaccinations there right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really had to pee. So me and David kind of just made eye contact. We squatted. We tried to find like the most hidden location, even though it wasn't hidden. Um, And we peed. And there was a part where like I could hear voices coming, and I was like, "Oh shit! This is how I become a fucking sex offender, huh?" Because I could hear like, a, a kid's ends. voice and like a parent's voice, like walking this way, and I could just like I was not stopping. I mm-hmm. just was peeing, and then I was just, like, like right before I saw their faces, I had my pants up and David as well. Uh-huh. But it was embarrassing because there was just, like, the stream sliding down from where we were walking. I would just keep walking, just keep going straight. Um, and I <laughs> – and my pants were a little wet. Oh, my gosh. But it was pretty hot that day, so I, like, dried up. And I didn't pee in my pants. It was, like, the aftermath no, I was going to the- say, that's,
1: like, a sweaty bottom, mm-hmm. right?
0: Sure. Yeah. It was like the stream. I like didn't pee my pants, but the stream hit my pants. I was was going to
1: say, when I said sweaty bottom there, it reminds me of one of my favorite shows, the Great British British Baking Show. Have you ever seen it? No. Paul Hollywood, who's the judge, he's Mm -hmm. known for hating a soggy bottom. Like he a- like a, when a dessert, when oh, it's like I a was pie, like,
0: does he stare at people's butts the whole time? No, no, really no. Oh, rude. sorry. No,
1: this is in the, the no. This is um exclusively talking from the perspective of like a baking mm-hmm. standpoint. He hates a soggy bottom, so okay. it doesn't matter what it what it is. It could be a, a cake, it could be a pie, mm-hmm. it could be a pastry.
0: Mm-hmm. No, whatever soggy it bottoms.
1: is, no soggy bottoms. Allowed bottoms. <laughs> so you had a soggy bottom, as I like to. <laughs> <laughs> We're concluding this episode with a quote, and who is best to lead us into this than Kathy, the queen of quotes? This episode. <laughs>
0: okay, I don't believe in aging. I believe in forever altering one's aspect
1: to the sun. Virginia Woolf. Okay, two things. Um, Number one, wasn't she the one who did the vagina painting? No, it's
0: Georgia O'Keefe. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, anyway. Number two, how do you not believe in aging? Like, I just have to look in the mirror and I believe in aging. Oh, my God. Like, I, I honestly, I see a new wrinkle on my face every week. And, you know, you guys embrace your wrinkles. But also, if you feel... The need to do something about it, girl. You get that Botox too. We are all about <laughs> self empowerment. And do you do what makes you confident? Um, yes. But sorry, what what did she really mean by that? <laughs> I'm getting off topic.
0: Well, to me, it means that age is nothing but a number. Like that doesn't determine your experiences in life. Okay. Or make you knowledgeable that's how i interpret it like okay age is nothing but a number but let's right. let's redo this to make it a lot more okay um, more relevant yeah to so the, i okay. don't believe in aging but get your botox
1: girl there you, you there you go <laughs> <laughs> there you go virginia and georgia <laughs> so happy
0: birthday to you all
1: and happy birthday kathy and
0: happy birthday sarah until next time bye, bye.